Nell Lewis was five foot six inches tall, but the bottom of the heavily barred high window was above her head. The window had sixteen panes of glass. Cold seeped from the soles of her feet. She sat on the narrow iron bed with its thin mattress, stuffed with something spiky and uncomfortable. Coir, she found out later, coconut husk fibre. She took a mental inventory, washstand with an enamel basin and jug, a chair and table, and a little shelf. The prison rule book lay on the table. Feeling the need to move, she stood and pressed her palms against the whitewashed wall. She'd seen a horror film in which the walls of a room closed in and crushed the occupant. She felt the sudden need for a pee. All control vanished once a person stepped through that door. A prison officer could look in at any moment, like a window shopper, like a visitor to the zoo. Just as Nell thought the mad officer had forgotten about her and gone off duty, the key turned in the lock. Like a school bully, the officer stood in the doorway blocking Nell's path. Her eyes glinted, waiting for some sign of weakness. What do you think? After two years in the police force, Nell did not suffer fools or give way to bullies. Showing round a trainee had gone to the officer's head. Nell said, If I'd known this was on the timetable, I'd have worn a cardigan under me overall. She shrugged. It's a cell, and I don't believe that locking me in is on the syllabus. If it is, I shall suggest its removal, miss. The answer took Nell's would-be captor by surprise. Some trainees will never imagine what it's like to be a prisoner. Now you know. The officer was wrong. While Nell did not know what it was like to be a prisoner, she did know the feeling of seeing no way out of an impossible dilemma. What she had known by the age of seventeen was the ripping away of the life she dared to imagine. After her baptism of fire, her experience as a trainee at Risley and Holloway Prison, Nell attended college. She realised that the powers that be would not waste a thorough and costly training course on those not cut out for the job. That explained why trainees were sent to work in the worst prisons before starting at the residential college in Wakefield. Nell gave up her rented room in order to save money. At weekends, she was the only student with nowhere to go. She studied regulations, answering mock questions, testing herself. She played against herself on the netball pitch, aiming the ball into the net until her arms ached. She walked in the surrounding countryside, learning to read the finer points of a map and to use a compass. In orienteering and in every test, she came out on top. Each week at college, there would be someone who was present on Friday but absent on Monday. It turned out that not all trainees could turn a key to lock a cell door on someone. They might say the lock stuck, or there was something the matter with the key. They would try again. It just won't work, is there a knack to it? A person without the knack of locking a cell would be gone, as would those who failed the written tests. Nell could not afford to lose her chosen future. She had lost too much already. Being pregnant at sixteen was seen by her family as a calamity to be kept secret. When Nell's baby was weaned, Nell's sister Sheila made it clear that Nell must begin to think about getting a job. She need not move out yet. Not that Sheila was rushing Nell, she explained, 
but Roxana needed only one mother. Sometimes, during those days, Nell did not know whether she slept or woke. She would take the baby from her cot in the night and hold her and never want to let her go. Her breasts ached. Her whole body ached. Sometimes she felt she would float away. Other times she knew she had turned to stone. Roxana will always be mine, Nell told herself. But it was too late for that. On Roxana's birth certificate, Sheila and her husband Wilf were named as parents, to avoid disgrace. Nell had handed over her daughter like a little parcel. It was for the best, she was told. Roxana had a mother, a father, a sister and a brother. Nell could contribute towards Roxana's upkeep, Sheila said, but if Nell bought presents, it must be for all the children, so Roxy would not be singled out. 